Thank you for tuning in to Coppin' with Comic. I'm Brian Coppin, and here we're, we're here with comic Scarlett Meyer. How the hell are you? I'm great. How are you, Brian? Oh, good. And it's time to first plug up top what kind of comic comedy you're doing. You're doing an advice column on Medium called Ask a Hot Mess. Yeah, I've been doing that for a little while, but I'm also a humorist. I do stuff on uh, Reductress, McSweeney's. I have stuff on Points and Case. Like, I'm, I'm all over the place, but and I love my Twitter, too. Yeah, your Twitter. You're, you're a good Twitter follower, and your handle is... Scarlett K. Meyer. Okay, Scarlett K. Meyer. And then now, if I, wanted, if I wanted to ask a hot mess something, how would that work? I have this thing called Saraha, which was, like, popular with the kids for a while, and it's an anonymous, like, message thing that, like, kids would use to bully each other mostly. Oh, my gosh. But, like, you can just, like, write me a question. Anything, like, relationship, work, whatever, and, like, I won't be able to know who's saying it. Okay. Which I think maybe people don't realize, but... But that's a, that's kind of a good thing. If, I, oh, if I'm yeah, just totally. in a totally embarrassing situation and I need your advice, it, it helps for people not to know who the hell I am, right? I would think so. Yeah, because, I mean, you're still going to give me the beneficial advice, but I won't be embarrassed among my peers. Exactly. And bullied like crazy via the very medium Saraha. Saraha. Okay, where people are just bullying each other. <laughs> and then um, your your day job is interesting. You you kind of are in, what, television production? Yeah, I'm this weird thing crime? called, yeah, clearance coordinator. Okay. And it's oh, like. Oh, you clear, like, legal rights and stuff. Yeah, kind of. It's like to give uh, artists credit. Like, so okay. anytime you see a piece of artwork on a TV show, it has permission to be there. They, like, talk to the artist and make sure everything was cool first. Okay. And so that involves, do you have to deal with lawyers a lot? Because I went to law yeah. school, so I'm a former lawyer, and so I know just how wonderfully pleasant we are. <laughs> we have a really nice lawyer on the show, but, yeah, in general, they can, they'll be interesting personalities sometimes. Okay. And then what are some of the things you write about on Reductress and McSweeney's and things? Like, what do you find just hilarious? Well, Reductress, you know, is, like, just mostly, like, satire. It's, like, a fake, they say, like... It's like I've, The Onion or something? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, like, a fake women's magazine. So yeah, I've like, seen a lot. There's a lot of female, you know, great female comics doing good writing for them, I think. Yeah, so it's just, like, personal observations about, like, you know, just, like, life as a woman, life as a person. Uh, McSweeney's, I, they tend to be a little more, like, nerdy or, like, strange. like Academic? And, yeah, like, I did, uh, I think my favorite one I did for them was, like, Curses from the Millennial Witch. <laughs> which is just like is that kind of spoofing all the millennial narratives that are going around and what are what are some of those you know what did the millennial what the curse of the millennial which did she just cancel everything they're just like she mundane. canceled retail okay. oh yeah totally because <laughs> okay. they're just known as famously canceling everything you know all the retail establishment went belly up the mall went belly up and you know yeah. we really should be sad about that because the millennials <laughs> killed our cool shit right you know, murdering things left and right. Yeah, we just yeah we just totally missed the mall. So we we need more of the the retail stores back. Now one one of the things that we that I, I don't know if it's I don't know if the millennials are kind of I don't think they're behind it at all. But it's just conspiracy theories and and the the funny idea that you have that you know or, or, or just like the, one of the ideas that I wanted to talk about is conspiracy theories as a spectator. And that's not really my idea. That's yours. But I would love to talk about it. What are some of the conspiracy theories that you just think are ripe for ridicule? Ridicule is also, it's interesting to just like see them unfold. I definitely feel like they've become more popular lately. Like, so to back up, I, when I was like, I was a production assistant on Wild and Out for a little while, oh, cool. which is really fun. One of my favorite jobs, actually. And I was there with one of my best friends and we kind of started to slowly piece together that everybody on the show believed in the Illuminati. 
Oh like for Lord. real and it was like a very interesting experience for me because it was one of my first jobs as an adult and it's like you start to meet adults where you're like you're a functional human you pay rent yeah. you have kids like but you believe in this like whack shit what's going on and why do you think that is it's because they you know because it's a subversive idea or whatever they never have to pick it apart they can just find other people like them who believe in the Illuminati site unseen and none of them do the hard work of scrutinizing why that might be incorrect I, Illuminati, I kind of get in the sense that there's a lot of shady shit going on in the world. And, yeah. like, if you're just a regular person, you're like, bad stuff's happening. I don't know why. It's got to be some force instead of being, like, yeah. I don't know, the world's complicated and bad shit happens. But but there's very few people, you know, at the rarefied halls of power, like, you know, Federal Reserve meetings or, um, yeah, who, who, sets, sets, who sets central banks, inter, interbank lending rates, and, and things like this. They're also just high in the clouds and rarefied, and nobody has power over them, but they seem to affect quite a bit. And that's why, you know, economies are slick, cyclical and currency, you know, cur- currency manipulation. And it would seem that not many people have their hands on the levers of power. And so do they just assume or, or ascribe ill motives to the people who do have their hands on those few levers? Because there's not many levers that can really mess shit up in a real way and they're at a very high level yeah I think it's it's a little more cruel than that I think people it's just unintended consequences and bad shit happens from it um I don't know we always like viewed like once my friend and I learned that everybody liked the Illuminati or like at least subscribed to that theory like we would just have fun with it on the show like we would leave like triangles everywhere (laughs) and so anybody who sees these easter eggs all over the place about signs of the Illuminati they have Scarlett Meyer and her friends too to yes. kind of, yeah, so you, it's just people having fun with you. And I, I love that. Is there any other kind of conspiracy theory that we could fuck with? What are some other kind of big ones that, you know, people on Wilding Out or another another show you've done? Well, What's sh- kind of another popular one? Flat earthers, for sure. Like, I interviewed with a guy uh, who was like a flat earther, and okay. I always found that hilarious because he was like, well. Was he interviewing you? He's interviewing me, and I did <laughs> not get that job. Oh, no. It, it seemed like a real, just a just a real smart place to work. It's, it's just sad you, you didn't get hired, yeah. <laughs> It's funny, though, because it's like it's exactly what I was saying before. It's like they're people who believe in conspiracy theories, at least I find, like, tend to be kind of normal, functional people. They just have these, like, weird ideas. And you're like, how? Like, the rumor I always heard about this particular guy was, like, people are like, oh, he's great with numbers. That's why we keep him on. And I'm like, how great with numbers could he be if he doesn't think the world is around? It's so funny to me. Yeah. And and I guess another one, this is not conspiracy theory at all, but this is where it kind of, kind of shit, shit kind of gets a little bit real, which is... Okay, if you believe in evolution, and I don't know if you, if you do, yes. but you take it all the way back, and, and, you know, like, religion gets messed up with creationism and evolution and stuff like that, and I don't know that they are necessarily inconsistent, um, but when you take it all the way back, what I don't know that, that schools are teaching is how the universe started. Now now it's like, oh, well, there's always a black hole, and then the black hole birthed this, but then what created the black hole? Like, I, I just don't... Evolution is just a, a, a perfect theory, and I don't know that anybody can disprove it, and that's kind of the definition of a theory. But it's just so broad. It's like a framework for understanding that's always coming up with new discoveries and things. Oh, we just discovered this bone, which kind of threw the evolution tree into question because of X, Y, and Z. But when it comes to origin of the universe, how do you think our universe started? And is there kind of any theories or conspiracy theories that relate to that? Like, how did it start? Is there a black I- hole, and then what started the black hole? I am not qualified to answer right. this. But like, what, what's your understanding about what you were taught? Like, we were taught that there was what a black hole that spewed some stuff that then evolved yeah, into like, man. I'm a '90s kid. Big Bang Theory. You know what I mean? Right. Like, but then what's what 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 banged? And then what, what what created the bang? Like, if I can't, if it started with an atom, and nobody can create an atom, like who created the atom? You know, 
A-T-O-M, not A-D-A-M. Meaning, I don't know that, like, I would, I'm fine with evolution being taught, and I'm fine with, you know, um, the role of religion and a bunch of religions being taught in school. But I also think that we're not taught critical thought enough. Like, I would love for kids to be able to say, okay, well then, what, you know, oh, the Big Bang was this, so it started with an atom. Who created the atom? Like, if if that's kind of a flaw... Like, even right now, we're only now getting pictures of black holes and stuff. And you're like, well, that's kind of how the universe started. Like, now you're only getting a picture of this thing? Like, um, who who's even in a position to disprove some of these things? And is that how conspiracy theory can go on? Like, nobody can really disprove the Illuminati, right? And is that why people can continue to believe it? Well, something I've kind of, like, learned recently is that humans have, like, been roughly at the same level of in- intelligence throughout human history. So right. I think you're just, like, pushing on the progress of past generations. Like, you think about the stuff we knew, we know now that, like, people, like, didn't know before. It's, like, it would seem, like, sci-fi to them. But, like, right. as we start to do these, like, little, like, building blocks, we learn more. And it's, like, I think it's okay not to know this stuff. Like. Okay. I'm not going to pretend I know the answer just because there is no clear answer. Right, right. And so, but they are just so convinced. The the people who believe in the Illuminati are just perfectly convinced that they're right. And anybody who could try to disprove them are part of the problem. Yeah. Like, because you can't really disprove an Illuminati, right? I think it's comforting in a way to some people. Like, they like to think that there are bad guys and good guys. Like, there's a reason the world's so fucked up instead of it just being kind of chaos. Because then it also excuses any kind of ambition that they don't have or any ambition that they let go of. Like, I can't get anywhere because there's always the Illuminati kind of pushing down. I wouldn't go. I I, I guess that would depend on the particular conspiracy theorist. Okay. And then now now one other thing I have, and I think... The, the shows you you have produced shows in in kind of the area of crime or true crime is that correct? Sort of. I'm on a Dick Wolf show right now. Oh, so. cool. One of his. He probably has a couple. Yeah. Dick Wolf is just what <laughs> famously for just churning out wonderful shows, right? That everybody loves. Yeah, no, right. I mean he's he's having a moment right now. Good. Yeah. Dick uh, Wolf. He's Jing Jing. He's that guy. Ding, he's ding, that. Right. Yeah. And so like that's in the area of crime, and I guess what I'm what I'd like to move it to is is there's true crime documentaries right now like Making a Murderer where they, you know, expose certain confessions as possibly coerced and things like that. And there's people ready, just ready to just let Brendan Dassey out of prison. And he could be innocent, so I'll let that legal process play out. But is there any kind of conspiracy theor- theory that's too quick to believe that guilty people are innocent and vice versa? I think it, I don't know, it can get really complicated because I think the, like, tactics people use to figure out, like, just who did crimes, like, I mean, first of all, the justice system is really slow at best, and I don't think their methods are, like, great all the time. Like, in the past, you would get a lot of, like, forced confessions. Yeah. Or just even, like, the evolution of, like, DNA evidence and, like, what that means. Like, we used to not have that. Yeah. Then we had it for a while, and then you realize you can get, like, false positives and stuff. Okay. So it can be, like, a little tough, like making a murder or I think um, serial, like those things where it's like you're really unclear on what happened. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like I I'm I never really have theories on that kind of stuff. And I, and yeah. I think but so I, so I think it's just like you, you see the the vociferous opposition to Brandon Dessing be let, being let out. Like, you know, they have protesters and counter protesters, all, all these appear, appeals hearings. And nobody really knows whether or not, you know, most of us haven't seen the 50 minute or three hour confession tape. But it's just we're so quick to believe the counter narrative. And I think a lot of yeah. conspiracy and maybe it's a and maybe there's like an instinct that conspiracy theorists have to be a little bit incredulous. And that can be a good thing in certain situations. Right. Yeah, it it really it really depends. I think 
it's interesting to me in these ones is people get so invested, like, because I feel yeah. both ways about, like, true crime. It's like I love true crime, but I also see how problematic it can be. Yeah, like glorifying the serial killers and whatnot, right? Yeah, also just, like, people get so involved in this stuff and think they know what's going on, but they're, like, forgetting, like, there's victims, there's people's lives. Yeah. And, like, they don't, no one really knows one way or another. That's why there's, like, a whole documentary on, like, both of these cases because it's, like, I don't know, like, not documentary, one documentary, one podcast, but it's, like, it's such a big question that no one actually knows for sure. So why do you think you know for sure? Yeah, and so there's people just, and, and a lot of this, you know, a lot of the legal system has been designed to kind of have some finality in jury verdicts. And so that's why all these appeals are getting unsuccessful or being, you know, rejected or whatever is because we want the, the people in the room, the jury, the jury of the jury of your peers to look at the credibility of some of these people like Brendan Dassey and other that. And those are the people who saw the full confession video and some of that stuff is like yeah you got the weeping mother there who lost a daughter and you don't want her not to have justice but meanwhile somebody else you know somebody else in the Dassey family could have done it or whatever yeah. and that's just kind of sad but our, our job is to find the humor in that and so to wrap it up we can find your <laughs> hilarious stuff and I love your I love your Twitter I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big follower of your Twitter account and Scarlett K. Meyer Yes. M-E-Y-E-R. Mm -hmm. And then um, you are doing McSweeney's. You're doing um, points. What is it? You know, points and counterpoint, is it? Or points in case. Points in points in case or yeah. in case? In case. In case. And then the other one is reductress, which is kind of like the onion. But yeah. the big one is, is medium.com, and you have ask a hot mess. Yeah. Now, if we were to read your responses, are we, are we led to believe that you're a hot mess or something like that? Or are you writing it from a point of view of somebody who is a hot mess? I, I am definitely a hot mess. Like, okay. I'm a functional hot mess. And what is a hot mess and what is a functional hot mess? I say functional hot mess is, like, I, I keep a roof over my head. Okay. I work. Like, I kind of vaguely keep my shit together. Yeah. But, like, there's always a little bit of chaos. And I'm usually dispensing advice that I've, like, definitely at one point not followed. Uh, or, or advice that somebody else gave to you at that point, huh? Yeah, exactly. Or, like, sometimes I'll give advice where it's, like, if that situation were to happen to me, it's, like, no. Like, I feel like people react to things a certain way. You're always going to kind of do the thing that's worse for yourself, you know, self-sabotaging behavior. Oh, right. And so because you've experienced the chaos, you can see it in the in your readers' lives and able to be like, no, your life is chaotic for a reason. You're the one who set it up that way or whatever. It's much more... Not, like, fun, but, like, it's clear-cut to me when I see someone else's problem. And I think that's kind of true for humans as well. Like, you, you're not, you're not going to have any perspective on your own problems, but you see someone else's problem, you'll be like, yeah, now do this. What are you doing? And have you ever done that? Have you ever wrote, wrote like, it would be interesting to hear you actually have a problem, and I know you don't have any, but, you know, your yeah, life I'm is perfect. perfectly in order. And then totally. some, yeah, then some <laughs> chaos comes and your life is out of order. If you were to write yourself and then in a couple of weeks answer yourself. I've kind of done that. Oh, good. I, and we can find that on Medium? Uh, I can actually send you guys links, but okay. I used to write for Hello Giggles. So, like, I would do, like, a lot of, like, relationship and, like, life style sort of stuff for Hello Giggles. And it was funny because I was, like, writing it when I was, like, 23. And I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. <laughs> so I'd be like, yeah, no, definitely do this. Like, and I would give all this advice. And then I read it now. And it's kind of, it'll either be like, oh, wow, that's good. Should remember that. Yeah. Or like, it's like, what the, why do you, you don't know what you're talking about. Why are you telling people this? I, I love that. And so uh, one, one thing that you have to look forward to at Ask a Hot Mess is that it's no longer written by a 23-year-old. <laughs> like, And we should also just keep in mind that some other competitor columns that are not as funny are being written by 23-year-olds. So go to Scarlett K. Meyer instead because she is able to answer your questions at Ask a Hot Mess. Scarlett Meyer, thank you so much. Thank you, Brian.